0: I'm not going to talk about Quinn Simmons. I'm not going to talk about Quinn Simmons. I'm not going to talk about Quinn Simmons. Man, fuck Quinn Simmons. All right. Welcome to well, yeah, Trek Sega Segafredo. Um, honestly, they're a fun team to watch. They have so many guys that I like watching personally, um, or that I've been following for like years at this point. Um, Tom Schoens, uh Ed Bortoons, Jasper Stoyven. Um, I mean, when I was first start, I was writing about under 23s. I was writing about, uh, you know, just development cycling. Um, and these are some of the guys that I was, I was following and, you know, that, I mean, they're seasoned professionals, um, at this point. Um, so it's, it's a fun team to watch, um, you know, besides the, besides them keeping Quinn Simmons, um. So, anyways, um, I'm assuming at this point they just have to have two American riders to for Trek, um, because they are they are one of the most uh, diverse um, teams with it. I think they have like something like I don't know, ten countries that are on their roster. Um, so, I mean, they definitely they're a huge Italian um quartet just with the sega Fredo and Lu- luca uh Gorshalena, um leading the team um as well too um i'm assuming just with the money that sega Fredo put in for nibbly um but i mean yeah they have like 10 different countries or something like that 10 or 11 or 12 um so they're super diverse um and it's fun to see because they got kind of, they got guys from everywhere um as well too so um I guess I think this is the last year of Nibali's contract so I mean what's what's happening there like is there any chance for them to go for Grand Tour GC Um so Nibali is going to be 36 or 37 this year Um Baulk Mulama um he's getting up there as well too he's going to be 35 um, this year as well, Gianluca Brambia is getting a little bit older, um, as well. Um, but then you have riders like Kelly Ellesand, uh the super small French climber, um, and then they're joining like Giulio Ciccone um, as well too. So it's like I don't know. They, do they have any? Do they have enough to get to a, a Grand Tour podium? I think a podium would be um you know something to to be a really good goal for them but i don't know especially now that richie port's gone i mean nibbly's nowhere he's not richie port in in terms of like uh the success he definitely that jira last year it was always like for (laughs) i just felt like for half the race they're like oh nibbly nibbly here he comes uh I know I'm saying his name wrong, Nabali, whatever. But oh here he comes, here he comes. He's gonna break out this stage. This stage, he's gonna attack. Nothing. I don't know if he was just a little bit flatter, just with the lack of I mean I want to say lack of racing. Um because I mean he had a good year, it was a solid year, but no wins um at all. Um and I mean he's been a pro since 2006. Um, there was something like that. I don't know. Um, and he's down for the Giro and tour again, the Giro probably being the better of the two to get him a top 10, maybe top five. Um, but I guess we'll see. It's just that I feel like the grand tour pools are getting so deep for guys that can go for podiums that it's, it's going to be hard for Nibali to Nabali whatever to to go up there and then Bauk, um mulama um the he was one of those robo bank um super talents with Lars Baum um he was a, he's another former Total Aviator winner that was when the Lavenir was something like almost 2 weeks long he beat Tony Martin back in the day um, and he was, yeah, one of those Banks super talents. But then, you know, last year he crashed out of the Tour de France with there after, you know, he had a really good, um, like, lead up into that because um, of what he was fourth at. He was part of that trio of Trek riders that went fourth, fifth, and sixth uh, at Lombardia. Uh, so if he can come back from that and do pretty well he's another he's down for the Giro he's down for the Tour so I don't know what what his goal is going to be though I mean he's only two years out from that Lombardia win but so much I feel like so much has changed since then that I he's riding two Grand Tours and I don't know Is he a contender for, like, Liege? Even though he hasn't really ever been... I don't know if he's ever podiumed at Liege. Um, So, yeah, because he's he's down for some Ardennes races as well, too. So, he'll probably be be up there in some races. Hell, he might even podium a race. Um, Not sure if he's going to be winning anything for them, but... um, Anyways, I, I mean, kind of hopefully does because he's a fun guy to watch. Uh, but I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, who else? Classics, classics, classics. I feel like this is where they could really shine um, here as well, too, because their classics team is just love it. Um, so they have um, kind of like a 1A, 1B type of thing. Jasper Stuyven and Mats Patterson. Um, that are leading the charge there I mean Mads Patterson just won Gent Wevelgum last year Um, and that I loved that that race was so fun to watch and he just he took it to uh, Machu and Wout last year and it was it was fun to see um, there as well too Um, and then you know he he just kind of shows up and like I feel like, not randomly, but he'll just be like, I want to sprint today, and then can win, or go second, or something like that, like he was on the, he was second at the Champs-Élysées, he won a stage at Poland, and their sprint train was just so great in that race too, Um, but then Steuven, he's been like the heir apparent to, I feel like, to Tom Bonin, Um, but... Um, I mean, he did win loop last year to start it off. He, his la- later season after the tour, it wasn't right, like, the best, but, um, it's a pandemic, whatever. Um, but it's been a couple years since he's, like, he's up there, but he's not, like, it's been a couple years since he's been, like, fighting for the win, um... With that, you got to go back to 2018 when he was like top 10 in the Roubaix, Flanders, um, Gent Wevelgem. Yeah, that year, so he was sixth at E3. Actually, if you go back, 10th at Milan San sixth at E3, ninth at Gent Wevelgem, 10th at Dwarfsdorf, uh, 7th at the Ronde van Vlaanderen, and 5th at Perry Roubaix. And that's in like a th- two or three week stretch. Pretty amazing um so um i hope he's back to that because if him and mods are at their top um if they're at their top like that oh that could be a fun team to kind of launch some attacks from um as well too and then also on that um edward Toons, um he had some really cool or really cool He's had, he's been looking good in Besage, um, but he had some good results last year, like in the classics. He won the Primus Classic back in 2019. Um, he's another one of those sprinter slash classics guys. He's in the sprint train as well, too, for Mads, um, when Mads decides to sprint along with Steuven, um. So I don't know, those three are really fun, Um, really fun to watch there. Um, So, you know, what can happen there? Don't know. Could they win a monument? Potentially, uh, with that. So I don't know, I think it's um, really cool, Um, really cool to see that. Um, Another guy on that Classics team, Alex Kirsch, the Luxembourg. Um, he, man, he's scrapped his way to the to world tour because he like he was uh, on the Leopard team when they were affiliated with Trek, went to Colt slash Stolting, WB, uh, Wallonia, Brussels, Aqua Project, whatever he was on there for a couple years. And man, he he was working for that uh, world tour contract. Um, so he'll, I mean, he shows up for top tens, everything like that, he's kind of turned into a worker bee, um, for the classics, which hell, and that and the sprint train too. Um, but he's, he's definitely a big, uh, part of the reason that they tick, um, as well too. So shout out Alex Kirsch, um, there as well. So yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm high on their, their classics chances. Um, you know, I really hope that they can they can do something there. Um, they do have a good amount of youth talent as well. But one of the the best guys, I think, Antonio Tiberi, 2019 world champion in the time trial um, there, um, so, which was kind of a, I don't want to say an upset win, just because Quinn Simmons, Marco Brenner, Andrea Piccolo, um were up there and then he kind of just came out of no not out of nowhere but definitely stole the show there um with that and then last year um he rode with he rode with Colpac um he was top 20 at the Baby Giro um don't know if he's going to be like a grand tour talent by any means um but he did well in some time trials he was solo at the di San Vendemiano um, he won solo in that race. Um, so, yeah, he's young. Um, he's only going to be 20 this year. But, yeah, I definitely think um, he's going to be a long-term, uh, maybe a nibbly, nibbally, um replacement, potentially. So, I don't know. I guess we'll see. Um, who else do they have? You know, they just got a couple of um young guys the matthias um Schelmus, uh he won the pies de Vaud back when he was a junior um big junior race um there um had some other decent results kind of bounced around but now he's in the he's in the world tour um charlie quarterman shout out there too former leopard um you know he had a I'll say a rough year of it last year, he definitely got through some races. Um, but I don't know, I think he can he could do something this year. He is a former British under 23 time, t- time trial champion, um, so he kind of could be like Alex Dowsett, you know, get through the race, and then if he can get to a time trial, hey, you never know, um, you know, what can happen there. But I think his contract's up at the end of this year, so yeah, I hope he can do something. Jakob Egholm, he was a really big time or a uh, really big. Um, junior talent Um, he won the junior road race when it was in uh, cutter in Doha Uh, so yeah he was a super junior talent kind of lost his way a little bit um, when it came to um, the under 23s I just felt like he bounced around he wasn't super consistent um, with some of that stuff. I mean, he was on Action Berman, um, or Hoggins Berman Action. Um, but he is buddies with Mads Patterson, so I know he's been training with Mads pretty consistently. Um, and you got to keep, number one, happy Mads Patterson. So um, I think he could be, I don't know, I hope he steps up and he kind of surprises everybody. Um, As well, too. Um, Who else is on? What else do I want to talk about here? I don't know. They're a fun team. Fuck Quinn Simmons. Uh, But, um, you know, one guy that I do like, too, that's kind of come along, and he should be be able to help Nibali Moloma, maybe even get a result of his own, um, Nicholas Egg. So, really cool climber. Um, You know, he's definitely had some really strong results in really climbing races. Um, He is, anytime he's started a Grand Tour, he's finished it. And he seems to be getting stronger and stronger um, as they kind of go on. Um, And he was a former podium at the Tour de L'Avenir behind Egan Bernal and Bjorg van RIP. Um, So he definitely has the talent in him. I remember him coming up as a junior because he had an amazing junior season in 2012 he won the peace race um, over Soren Kra, Mads Patterson. Um, you know he, he definitely tons of talent um, I think he won a couple of other races there um, as well too and then he just stopped racing like for multiple years it wasn't until 2016 that he came back Um, I don't know if it was an injury or something like that, that had him off the bike, but yeah, he just stopped, um, racing. And then he raced like once in 2015 and then in 2016, he came back and rode like a full calendar. It was pretty incredible. Um, you know, for somebody that, um, took so much time off and then yeah, 2017, you know, he was, let's see. Second at the junior at the U-23 Peace race behind Björg Langbrecht. Um, he was fourth in the Valet d'Aost behind Pal Sivakov, Björg Langbrecht, and Michael Storer. Um, he was second in the uh Kresbrez Elites, um, which is basically the Danish vacation in France. Um where they just dominate that race, I feel like, every year. And then Tortel Avenue, third. <laughs> After, you know, one full season, and then, you know, 2017, you know, he comes and does that. So he's been with the team, and I feel like, yeah, he's just getting stronger and stronger and stronger. Um, and, yeah, uh, you know, I'm looking forward. Hopefully, you know, maybe in a smaller stage race, he can go, like, top 10, top 5, maybe podium. He's He's down for Provence. Last year, he was 13th there. Um, I know he's probably um, going to be riding for somebody else. I'm not 100% sure um, with that. But if he isn't, uh, it would be cool to see him. Yeah, Chicone is down for that. Niccolo Conchi, um, Egg, Elisande, Molomo. So, I mean, it's a pretty stacked team. But it would be cool if he could get a result. So... I don't know. I'm high on Trek Segafredo minus Quinn Simmons. Uh, Hopefully he crashes, not crashes, I hope he gets like eight flat tires um, in the classics and yeah, I don't think he should be a professional. Um, I think they should have fired him after that whole fiasco um, last year, but you know, whatever. Maybe I'm just a hothead um, with that, but fuck Quinn Simmons. So in any case, uh, Trek Segafredo, yeah, I hope they have a really great year. Um, I know I didn't talk about everybody there, but they're an exciting team. Trucks and Frega. Go drink your coffee.